0: weird, time-sensitive, or just not long enough for a full episode, this is Bonus Content. Alright guys, welcome to this episode of Bonus Content. Uh, the other guys are not here, as is usually the norm with these. Uh, we're just kind of flowing fast and loose here because there's actually a project on Kickstarter going right now, and I wanted to make sure that we got people talking about it and getting excited about it because of the fact that well, we actually talked about it. We've written sites on we've written articles on the site about it. Uh, and our guest has actually been on the podcast before, featured both in an interview and as part of the Gencon panel the one year or the two years. Right, you were on the Gen Con panel two years.
1: Yeah, two years in a row. I felt kind of uh, I, like I was, you know, bogarting the whole table for a moment there. Like it was not appropriate to keep coming back.
0: No, no, that that first <laughs> year, that first year, I, I love Frank, but Frank donated, Frank dominated that table the first year.
1: Uh, he had a few things to say. He had
0: a few things to say. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I am here with with Chris Odie. How you doing, buddy?
1: I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's good to be back.
0: So, Chris, before we get into the project, before we get into what you're doing and what brings you to this episode of bonus content, it's been at least a year since the guys have heard your voice here. So just give everybody just the brief synopsis of who you are and what you're doing and how you ended up with Zoe.
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, my name is Chris Odie and I am a longtime uh, contributor to the creative insanity that is Zombie Orpheus Entertainment and uh, its kind of sister organization, Dead Gentleman Productions. Um, so that would be the the groups that put together uh, the Gamers series of films, um, including you know the original Darkness Rising, Hands of Fate, uh, Journey Quests Season One, Two, and now Three, um, and uh, a couple of years ago we talked about the project Dark Dungeons, and um, we've done a few other things as well house rules, um, various shorts, what else and yeah it's it's a group who i uh, I got to know um, kind of both in and after college. Um I was in school with them but did not hang out with them because I thought they were all colossal dorks <laughs> and uh and then found out that I was one as well. Um and so we really clicked after graduation and you were
0: uh, outed as a dork.
1: Yeah, I mean I knew I was, I just didn't know I was, you know, to their level. Right. And um yeah, so I've been, been working with the with the company or companies in one form or another for almost twenty years now. Um, which makes me feel older now that I just said that
0: <laughs> it when you put numbers to these things, yes, yes, like even smaller numbers, uh next month, we're actually celebrating five years of this podcast, and nice. i sat I sat down, and I'm like, you've gotta be kidding me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's commitment. A lot of podcasts don't make it that long
0: yeah, it we we have heard that, so we're we're happy to do it and i I will attribute it to the fact that we get you know folks like you on. Uh, oh, thanks. There we go. Getting a little plug in there, but uh, we, we did talk about Dark Dungeons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dark Dungeons was a project that you were thoroughly. Your what was your official title? Spiritual I, advisor.
1: I, I, I was a producer slash consultant. Um, and so it it really came about because of my connection to the company, uh, coupled with the fact that I am an ordained Lutheran minister, and, um, so it was kind of a, hey, let's bring Chris on this because he can help us, you know, have a foundation of, is something actually related to the Chick Track theology, (laughs) um, you know, and that was kind of my job was to make sure that we stayed as authentic to the theology of the tract as possible, and uh, not not veer from that. It was really important to to do that film straight, and um, and I I think the results speak for themselves.
0: I, I think that that you most certainly did a a good job of doing a a true reenactment of all the things that are in that tract. Uh, I know, like I said, I have I have shown it in a ministry context. <laughs> uh i will probably continue to show it in a ministry context because the in, the issues that are addressed in that movie are a constant thing in fact i was just on a forum the other day addressing that particular issue uh just on the off chance that somebody hasn't heard of dark dungeons hasn't heard of the chick track or the movie that you guys did what what exactly is going on with that movie and and what you guys did there
1: so, Dark Dungeons is the story of a pair of uh, young women uh, who go off to college, and are, uh, or at least the film, uh, because we kind of took a few liberties with it, uh, just to stretch out this, you know, twenty-three or so panel tracked into a, a fully fleshed out uh, short film. Um, but the film follows uh, these two young women as they go off to college and are uh, sucked into the, the dark and evil world of role-playing games and w- in which you actually uh, cast real spells and summon real demons and go about losing your soul and destroying the world. Um, which, i got to be honest, I've played a lot of RPGs, and I have yet to actually... Cast anything.
0: I was um, I was really upset because I think what is it level eight that you're supposed to start doing real magic. Yeah, it's where you learn the
1: real power I've
0: I've I've reached level eight a number of times and it's, and I have yet it's disappointing. to do anything.
1: Yeah, it, it's really disappointing.
0: My, my bard skills are not nearly as high as I would like them to be. <laughs>
1: uh but yeah so so we yeah we we released uh dark dungeons i guess it was almost two years ago now about a year and a half it
0: was it was pretty it was pretty close to, to two years ago because that was when mm-hmm. it was gen con two years ago so yeah it's pretty uh, give or take a couple months
1: yeah, and I think because uh, you you got in touch with the company, and then somehow from there I got in touch with Derek as well, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's been oh, its own. Oh,
0: Derek and I, Derek and I were frothing at the mouth. We're like, <laughs> we need to find this dude, and we need to make friends. I still remember after the panel, we like bum rushed the stage. We're like, dude, we need to talk. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I'm really glad you guys did. Like it was it's been interesting how many uh if, if you'll if you'll pardon the expression, it's it's been interesting to me how many people have kind of uh come out of the closet, so to speak. Oh yeah. Um uh, as, as people of faith um and gamers um in in the time since then.
0: Because uh, we are still I mean, granted, it's a lot less than it used to be, mm-hmm. but to a degree we are still dealing with this weird stigma. Right. that that there's it's somehow impossible for you to be into role playing games and a Christian. I deal with it I I jokingly said that I deal with it all the time but I really do deal with that question of what do I do when I'm getting grief about playing role playing games from you know my family or friends or pastors or whatever. I get and, and, I get tons of grief about that.
1: And, and remind me again cuz you
0: live I live in New Jersey.
1: Yeah. Okay. So it's so weird because I get the reverse. Like the the thing that that, that blows people's minds is, um, okay, you're the gamer part, no problem. Like right. living in the Seattle area, hey, we're all you know it rains a lot, we're inside a lot, we drink coffee. Games are a
0: natural out. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like it just it's there. Um, but the thing that catches people off guard is the whole you're you're a Christian, you're you're a pastor. What is yeah. that? That's allowed. Yeah. And. Um, you know how, how can you believe that? And um, you know, so that's the that's the end of it. I feel like I run into more often.
0: Well, it, I find, and and you can check this if you know, on in, in your end because literally we are at opposite ends of the country, and I get that's this. True. I get this with uh, the other members of the inroads board are all out in California, so I get that a lot. But I find that it depends on the group I'm with. Uh, if I'm with church folk, they're like, oh, these games are, are I, don't, I don't know, that's a little shady. If I'm with gamers, it's really funny because, you know, I have a running joke that people look at me and anytime they say something crass or say something that they think is inappropriate, they they literally, like, dip their head and go, uh, sorry, Mike. <laughs> like, they have to apologize, you know, <laughs> like, like, I haven't been there the whole time. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: oh uh, yeah that i i i understand where you're coming from on that um you know my i think i told you uh the last time we talked about my my favorite uh gaming experience i think was um gaming with a group of uh you know seminarians when when i was training to become a pastor
0: the the liberation and, theology cleric is still one of my favorite gaming yes. stories even though it's you not mine it, even though it's not mine i have co-opted that story because oh, I, oh thank you i love it Yes, Beacon, the Warforged
1: Liberation Theologian. I love it. uh, (laughs) Fighting for the rights of the Warforged.
0: Oh, it's so good. (laughs) You can't give me something like that and expect me to forget that. That's genius.
1: (laughs) Well, and that was that same campaign where it was all cleric builds fighting against uh, Strahd. Yes. uh, uh, What is it? Uh, I can't think of the name? Uh, Castle Ravenloft.
0: Castle Ravenloft, which they have brought back. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, Curse of Strahd is now a thing. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> so, all right, now that we've kind of gotten through all that, gone through what you've yeah, yeah. already been on, I do definitely want to talk about the current project because that's... Oh, I would love to. That's really, I mean, as much as I love talking to you, that's why you're here right now, why you're on a bonus content, why we're not scheduling this interview when I can have the full cadre of my, my buddies with me. Uh, we want to talk now because there is a Kickstarter going for another movie, which, oddly enough, you said... <laughs> When the last time we interviewed, when I was interviewing you about Dark Dungeons, you said, there's this other project I've got going on, but I can't say anything about it. And right. apparently, this is now coming to fruition in this Kickstarter. So, tell the people about Attacking the Darkness.
1: Okay, so I, I've been wanting to tell you about this for quite some time. And uh, Attacking the Darkness is a mockumentary that we filmed um, alongside uh alongside the filming of Dark Dungeons, we uh, we basically used their set as a backdrop for this other feature film. Um, it was different different casts well, it, it, <laughs> I'm gonna make it more confusing. We double cast certain people. so there were folks who they might have been a crew member on Dark Dungeons or cast in a certain role in Dark Dungeons, but then they were also working for us on this other project on attacking the darkness at the same time playing an entirely different character um so for example there was a young man who had an important role in the dark dungeons film and then we created a role for him in attacking the darkness um in which he was playing a grip uh, someone who moves lights and, and other equipment around um and so he was he was acting in dark dungeons serving as a grip in dark dungeons while also being a member of our cast so in between his shots on that film we would then shoot stuff for attacking the darkness with them oh, hopefully wow. i've made that as confusing as possible um <laughs> or like in my role for example i was you know you mentioned earlier i was the a producer and religious consultant for dark dungeons but i play a character in attacking the darkness who is a producer and religious consultant for attacking the darkness
0: i, I was about to say i did i did want to know if you were playing yourself
1: yeah so i play a gentleman named pastor doug hamilton who is a associate pastor at Jupiter Ridge Ministries? And um, I don't know if that name brings to mind anything, but um, you know, you've got a, a what is that? A, a Roman, uh, a, a Roman pantheon uh, deity, and a geological uh, geological feature, geological feature. <laughs> and uh, may or may or not have been re- uh, inspired by anything else. Um but yeah so uh Pastor Doug is a, a associate minister at Jupiter Ridge Ministries and um is brought on board the the uh the shoot for Attack in the Darkness by his lead pastor uh Pastor Chip Cannon and um by the the couple who is kind of serving as the onset producers for the film We Start Over can I just start over? Because I've already made it too confusing. If you, Attack <laughs> Attack the Darkness is a mockumentary about making the ultimate anti-RPG movie. That, that's what it is.
0: It's, and, it's amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah, it has, it has nothing to do with Dark Dungeons, other than that we used the opportunity of filming Dark Dungeons to give us a really believable backdrop.
0: So, yes, we do, we do want to make that perfectly clear. There are similar sets. There are similar right. actors. Right. This is not even kind of a similar project.
1: No, it's we have an entire made-up plot line for the film within the film, um, it, that has nothing to do with the Dark Dungeons uh, film. But like I said, we did take advantage of that opportunity to um, to really get our money's worth, so to speak, because we had this entire we had an entire film and its cast and crew to use as pieces in our other film, um, and so they would you know they would do a shoot, they, they would they would take, do a shot, um, they would pause and then. We would do another shoot for um, another take for, for ATD for Attacking the Darkness, and our role as the main cast of Attacking the Darkness was to um, mess with the the other group, and they didn't really even know what we were doing. They just knew that when we had hired them for Dark, because du- we didn't even tell them when we oh, hired them man. Dark Dungeons. We I told didn't know
0: them. that part. That's brilliant. yeah. They,
1: they just knew there would be something else going on, and to just roll with it, but they didn't know what the film was and so over the course of filming attacking the darkness some of the people involved with dark dungeons ended up creating entire cat or entire entirely original characters and even storylines <laughs> which we ended up working into attacking the darkness oh, I love so it. it was a very um christopher Guest kind of approach um we would start from you know for every scene we did it was kind of uh we're going to start at a we're going to make it to d and hit b and c along the way and then you know how you got through B and C was up to the actors, right. um, and so and then we just took the whole thing from there. We took you know we did interviews, we took uh, behind the scenes footage, and really put it together. And honestly, I think it is probably the funniest film we've ever done.
0: I, um, and, I, I'm and, not and gonna lie, folks
1: said that. So
0: I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I, I will make it clear. Uh, Chris has not. Offered me a a copy of this. I want to be sure that I am full disclosure. If he wanted to offer me one, though, I would take it. But I will tell you that I have received nothing for this, and I will tell you I was dying when I watched the Kickstarter video. I, I, oh my goodness, this looks hilarious. I've seen. Thank you. I appreciate that. I know these people like I. Granted, everything's characterized and over the top, but if you scale it back, I know these people.
1: Oh, I'm glad to hear that, because that was one of our goals, was really to keep it, we wanted it to be funny but also believable. Right. and I, I really felt that one of my key roles as the you know religious consultant you know the onset pastor um, it was really important to me that we not let it devolve into just um, you know uh, making fun of Christians and and just kind of going off in that direction and and everyone was on board with that it wasn't like it was a big fight to keep that from happening
0: well yeah and you, um, you said there was actually like a couple things in dark dungeons that folks wanted to do and you're like no that that gets a little too we're beating down on the Christians.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it was kind of a similar thing with with ATD. Every once in a while, there would be something that would come up where I would kind of where I would kind of raise a flag, so to speak, and say, uh, you know, no, we can't we can't go in that direction. Um, but also candidly, it helped that I was for the final edit of ATD, I was sitting in the room with uh, with Ben Dobbins, um, our our uh, director of photography as well as our lead editor, um, and so that also was helpful to kind of help steer uh, some of the editorial choices that were made um, but yeah we, we tried really hard to, to make the characters believable and flesh them out. Um, you know we definitely poke fun at uh, certain tropes of um, well I'm just gonna say church theology mm-hmm. um, uh, or, or just kind of the culture. Uh, kind of cult of personality.
0: Um, I, I think there was one, there was one line and, and it's not a spoiler cause it's in the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was one line that really kind of, at least from what you've told me about the whole of the plot line that really kind of summed it up for me was there was a part where I'm guessing it's the pastor of the church, like the, the, the full on lead guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's like, he's like, are you a Christian? And the character goes like, according to who? And he goes, uh, yes. He goes uh, Jupiter Ridge.
1: Yes, well, according to Jupiter Ridge. According
0: to Jupiter Ridge.
1: Yeah,
0: and I'm yeah. like, I'm like that. I think that right there is the thesis of this film.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, and and yeah, and and so it was really we tried very hard to 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 stay um, to be respectful, but also to poke fun. And I know that sounds maybe like a, a conflict of interest, or a you know, or, or what do I want to say a, a uh, like that would not be would be doable but we right. tried very hard to stay respectful while simultaneously kind of poking at um certain uh, theological uh tropes that we fall into um independent filmmaking which honestly uh we have a line in there about how making a making an independent film can be like joining a short-term cult and um <laughs> and there's, there's a lot of truth to that i mean i I have not been nearly as involved with some of our projects as others, but I have been involved enough and, uh, you know, enough times and and to a depth to see some of the, um, I I would even say, unhealthy behaviors that show up um, when you get people really committed to to pulling off a project. Um, And, you know, so the the independent filmmaking, um, let's see, what was the third one? I feel like there's a third thing in there as well. That we poke at. There's, there's so much that I forget. <laughs> well, you're
0: layers upon layers, man. <laughs> yeah,
1: but uh, but yes, yeah, so it was. It's a very, very fun and funny project, and uh, we we did it to a test, uh, a test screening last year at Gen Con, and um, the people, it was you know, it was a standing ovation at the end, and people just loved it, and um, you know, it's it's a, it, I would in many ways I would call it one of the most grown up films we've done. Um, you know, a lot of our stuff is um, kind of uh, punchlines. Right. You know, it's it's what it, I mean. I love I love Darkness Rising, for example. I, I really absolutely do. But in many ways, Darkness is pretty much hopping from punchline to punchline to punchline, which is which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that, so to speak. Um, but I think I do think that with this, we were trying very hard to to tell a story with some more depth of character and and maybe a little more. I'd almost say a little more heart, or a little more. Um, I'll just stick with the word depth and leave it at that. Um, and, it, and by all accounts, it looks like it, it looks like we pulled it off. But uh, but yeah, the Kickstarter is still going on right now. Um, we're trying to to raise the funds to uh, increase awareness about the film, um, to you know basically pre order uh, DVDs and such for folk, um, and uh, and we've got a lot of. In, in, included in the Kickstarter we have a non RPG RPG yeah uh, that is you know one of the rewards you can get the uh, that what is it the tactical training module for mm-hmm. how to prevent RPGs from infesting your life or something
0: uh, uh, th- literally you've hit me in the middle of a spending freeze <laughs> and that is the only reason I have not already signed up for that it's all good <laughs> because because that that looks amazing uh, I will say my goal, uh, because this is bonus content, and because that means that I have a little less editing I need to do, uh, <laughs> I will try to get this out today, so I'm going to actually throw out the numbers right now, because I have okay. that. Uh, you're just about halfway there.
1: Uh, we're over halfway. You're,
0: you're, you're a little over halfway there, yeah. and you've still got 23 days to go. Ideally, yeah. you'll be listening to this podcast, and there will still be 23 days to go and get in on this. So... Uh, Definitely check this out again, if nothing else, check the trailers and the the, the, the stuff the, the actual Kickstarter video itself because oh my goodness they're hilarious. Uh I do I, I'm kind of curious because you know we talked about the response that you've gotten to like dark dungeons mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you actually say that part of what this is is a response to like people's questions about you guys Based on the fact that you did Dark Dungeons,
1: yeah, there were some folks who were really concerned that we were doing that film. Um, that you know, it came up. Well, you mentioned it earlier, and I mean, I guess just to address it, I don't, I don't, I don't know Frank, um, so I don't want to you know sound like I'm trying to, to speak ill, but I mean, you know, that was kind of an example during the the panel a couple years ago. He was, he, you know, he was very clearly um, upset that that someone would be. Um, doing a uh, you know a filmed version of the tract and and I can respect that I mean I understand that I I'm candidly not old enough and have not been a gamer long enough or at least in that early 80s in particular because uh, I'm not that old um, that. Came out wrong. I, <laughs> uh, <laughs> is uh, you know, I, I, I loosely remember that kind of panic as a kid, but I was not playing RPGs, so I didn't yeah, really think I,
0: much of it. I didn't get into it myself until like I was. I literally ushered in the eighties. I was born in the beginning of January of nineteen eighty.
1: Okay, okay. Um, so I ushered in.
0: 70th. Yeah, I ushered in the decade, but I didn't get into RPGs until probably like sixteen. Mm-hmm. So I had heard of it. I, I was in the the vicinity of the panic, but I was not neck deep in it at the time.
1: No, totally. And so, you know, but there's definitely been some lingering uh, concern that was brought up uh, at the time. You know, you're you're going to set off all these old things again. I'm going to, you know, uh, people are going to get upset in the same ways. Um, I I personally did not ever believe that was going to happen, um, because I do think our culture has moved on to blaming other things yeah um
0: <laughs> to, it, it to hasn't
1: be honest it hasn't stopped blaming
0: um, it's just yeah moved on to like, a different thing yeah
1: like i mean the straw man approach is still out there it's just we've moved on to something else to yeah. to attack and um you know if anything uh, when d when when dark dungeons was released the thing yeah you know, I, I guess i kind of touched on it earlier the thing i really noticed was the the negative feedback we'd get or the the, the bigger thing was Um, We would get gamers who were basically saying, "Oh, I'm so glad that you are revealing this truth about Christians." Yeah, you know that this is what they think of us.
0: Did they ever say that to you?
1: Oh yeah, and and so I would I would be very quick to you know to uh, to 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 respond, but it's kind of like playing whack a mole to a moment or to a degree, you know that you'd you'd fend off one, and then three or four other people are saying, "Oh, you know this is what they're like." Da 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 da. You know, God bless the internet, it has its... I love it, but it also has its,
0: uh... It's the the best and worst of all humanity.
1: Exactly, exactly. (laughs) And, um... You know, and so I, I know to a certain degree, some of that is probably going to kick up with this project as well. It's it's something we've been aware of and we've talked about. Um, I was very thankful when we released the, the the sneak peek at Gen Con last year in 2015. Um, I was very thankful that the people afterwards, the audience was was very direct that they felt we had um, managed to managed to do what we had set out to do. Um, that we had posed some really good questions that we had made some good points that we had poked you know where we wanted to poke but we had not just eviscerated anyone um at least in a mean way i mean i think that in particular was the thing i really 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 wanted to avoid was just being mean to anyone and um and i i don't really think i don't believe we did that i i think we managed to find ways to to get our message across and to, you know, ask the questions we want to ask without without falling into that trap.
0: So I, I am curious, like, with Dark Dungeons, you never know what the reaction is going to be. Like, mm-hmm. I'm curious because that one's more pointed, you know, I, it's more of a gamer audience that's going to get into that one, right. you know. I am curious because of the fact that your characters are... It is a mockumentary and it's clear mm-hmm. that it's a mockumentary but because of the fact that it's not necessarily viewed as fictional storytelling it's more you know there's mock in the name do you, right. do you are you concerned about you know church folk getting their hands on this and being like I can't believe these these gamer jerks are thinking of us like this um you know it could t-
1: it could absolutely happen it could absolutely happen. Um, you know, we there are. I guess what I would say, without trying to give too much away, is there are definitely um, there are definitely people of faith in the film who come out well in the end. And uh, how's that for a generic answer? Um, well, you don't you know, want to give
0: stuff away. That that's yeah, just, yeah, that, that gets the message across. There, you're good. You know,
1: it's it's one of the one of the goals we had was that. Um you know we did not want to just have there's this lead couple uh Brady and Harmony Hope Bryant. Oh
0: there's
1: uh, oh there's such by, a joy to watch. They they're amazing. It was <laughs> uh, Brady is played by Brian Lewis who many people know from uh Dorkness Rising and Hands of Fate and Journey Quest uh and Lauren is just ridiculously talented. Um she's it's like a you know a, a young Lucille Ball. Um every, and
0: every minute and you, can, if, if you're still in touch with her, let her know that I will say this. Literally every minute that woman was on screen in the trailers,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I was dying. Like, yeah,
1: she's she, she is hilarious.
0: Far none, my favorite part of the trailers is anything she says.
1: <laughs> yeah, she she is fantastic, and, and 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 the two of them, you know, as as leads. Um, you know, they, they are members of this megachurch, of Jupiter Ridge Ministries, um, as is Pastor Cannon, who's the senior pastor, and Pastor Doug. Um, but, uh, but, but all of them have different arcs in terms of how their connection to the church goes. And, uh, and in addition to them, there are folks within the film who come from other uh, strands of, of Christianity. And and so it's I would say that several other perspectives come up. And, um, and again, there was a deliberate, you know, I'll I'll be honest, there was a deliberate attempt by me in the editing process to, to really make sure that we didn't, you know, I I guess to kind of repeat myself, I just, I really didn't want it to feel like we came across just, um, can I say pooping all over Christianity? Oh yeah, you're good. You're
0: good.
1: (laughs) You know, and, and that was, you know, we really wanted to avoid that and, and not, not have that be the sense. And, um, it, I mean, for one, that's just, that's not fun.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, that's not fun. That's not funny. That's just, just being mean. And and candidly, there were a couple moments that no one else will ever see um, <laughs> that were filmed, you know, especially involving, and part of it was the ignorance factor because we didn't tell them what was going on. Right. Um, but there were some things that came up with some of the crew from uh, from Dark Dungeons where they made some creative choices that... Um, there's absolutely no way I was going to stand for that making it into the finish, the final pro- product, um, because it wasn't it wasn't appropriate, and um, but it came out because you know they had their own anger, I guess for no, no way to put, you know I think there was a little bit of. Um, you know, kind of <laughs> kind of working out some demons, so to speak. Yeah, <laughs> I feel pardon the the pun.
0: Oh no! Um, so much of what we do in our ministry is dealing with with folks that you know have a lot of baggage when it comes to the church. So, oh,
1: absolutely, absolutely. It's why
0: and, it's why we like we we set few hard and fast rules because we we try to be as as organic as possible with creating our game mm-hmm. days. But the only hard and fast rule that I I will always stress is the no preaching rule. Mm-hmm. And it's it's because of the fact that we're like, look, we're not because all you need to do is have that moment with these people and they will leave and forget every good thing you've said. Yeah, they will. They will yeah. disregard any any bit of service, any bit of kindness. It will all go mm-hmm. out the window the second you say, would you open up your Bibles, too? So, you know, I completely get that.
1: Well, and and honestly, even in my own ministry here, too, like in the, in the church, we uh my congregation, the congregation I serve, we we sold our building. Um, oh, I know that's I'm totally right. off topic. That's right. Uh, you were talking
0: about that the last yeah,
1: time. Yeah, we, yeah, we. Uh, boy, how long has it been? Um, I, we closed the deal in the middle of December, and uh, we sold the you know seventy odd year old building that the congregation had been in uh, for its entire existence, and used the proceeds to buy a. Um, to buy an old co- commercial building about half a mile away um which you know i'm sitting in it right now it's it's actually an old pub or an old bar oh that's fantastic um, you know that someone told me at one point they used to the the local police used to hang out across the street because they knew that there would be fights most uh, most weekends and um and when we bought it actually the the it was being rented to a um to a yoga studio but but it wasn't like a you know, I'm out here in the northwest. It wasn't like a Seattle yoga studio. It was like a Hindu temple, right? Um, and so it's it's it, you know it was a house of worship. It was not not a Christian house of worship, but um, but so we use those proceeds to buy this place. And um, and I guess part of where I was going with this is while we've been here, yeah, you know, it's been a big part of what I've been trying to encourage the congregation to understand is that our job here is not to um, fix everyone. Right. Our job here is to welcome people in and to also go out and welcome people and to be to be a part of this neighborhood to be a part of this community and to you know to reflect the gospel of christ in a way that is um authentic you know and and not and and without really without an agenda um you know it's not i don't know this might sound weird for a pastor to say but to a certain degree, I don't care if I get everyone around here to show up on a Sunday. I mean, it'd be great. It'd be awesome for my ego, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but but that's not what this is about. You know, right. what this is about is the message of Christ. And maybe sometimes that's reflected in worship attendance, and maybe sometimes it's not. And so, you know, we're trying really hard to to be mindful of that in our ministry here. And I guess in some ways I'd say some of that really... I don't think I can help but let some of that, you know, bleed into the way I approached my role on the film. Yeah, um, you know, well, and and something that you know I think we've touched on it a little bit in the past, and and ATD is a little different because we had several people in it who are not uh, regulars, so to speak, from the Zoe Dead Gentleman world, but um, but you know it is I do think it's kind of funny that you know you've got in that world you've got well me for example who's a pastor uh you know nathan rice who's a a frequent actor played lodge in the gamers um shows up as a gargoyle in journey quest um nathan is a pk um steve wolbrecht who's the the lead composer for almost everything we've done is a pk uh matt Shimkis, who played uh, rogar in the original the gamers and plays some sort of emissary in journey quest is a pk um Emily Rommel, who is Emily Rommel Shimpkins, Matt's wife, who's been a friend of mine for thirty. Uh, how old is she now? As long as she's been alive, we've known each other that long. We grew up in the same church, and um, you know, Em is very active uh, in 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 her home congregation. Um, ben Dobbins, our lead you know producer of stuff, he's the musician, the accompanist for my church, you know, for my congregation. Yeah. Um, Don Early is form, uh, was a religion major. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's just there's always there's always been this very strong um, Matt Vansel, son, son of church musicians, is um, you know, always been this very strong um, background of faith amongst many people in the company. Companies, um, we just have not always made a big deal out of it, and and I wouldn't say that it's always been at the forefront of what we're doing. You know, this is probably one of the more blatant. Um, this is one of the most blatant, you know, faith-related projects we've done. Um, but I do think that many of the ideals and um, morals of, you know, uh, of our faith has shown up in, in various projects. And at times it's just been a, you know, long string of inappropriate jokes. Um.
0: <laughs> I, I always tell people you'd be amazed at what happens when you get – because I've rarely been on pastoral staff at a church mm-hmm. – but I've, you know, as a seminary grad, as a guy who's been doing ministry for a long time, I've always been kind of tangential to pastoral yeah, yeah, staff. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, y'all don't know, don't know what happens <laughs> when you aren't around.
1: <laughs> Everybody's filters shut off.
0: Yeah, it, it's amazing what, like, we actually ended up, you know, not to get too far on the tangent, but I, I think mm-hmm. actually, basically the way we run our podcast, this is right on point. Because there's actually something in our church that I love, and I would I wish that other churches would start doing. Not I mean I am biased, but <laughs> uh, um, one thing that I love that we're doing is just the idea that we're giving our leadership a chance, like once a month, to get together and say, "Look, filter off. What are you dealing with? What's going on?" In your groups, in your you know sections of the church's ministry, what are you? What's going on? What can we be praying for you about? Like what? And just literally, just take off the pastor hat for a little bit. Take off the the leadership hat and just be human.
1: That's awesome. Like that kind of authenticity is uh, you know that's that, that is so crucial. Um, yeah, that's, that's one thing I really appreciate about this call I'm in right now is. Um, especially the, the stress involved in, because it wasn't just us who moved. We had, we have several dozen organizations who work with us and share space here. And, um, you know, getting all of that coordinated, dealing with all of that pressure, dealing with all of the that fear, all of that fear and anxiety from all of those different folks, um, all of those different stakeholders was, um, it, it, it I mean, with minimal exaggeration almost killed me. And, I I couldn't I couldn't fake it. I mean I, I couldn't pretend that it wasn't having an impact because it was just so so deeply having an impact. And and honestly, in many ways, the stuff with um stuff with Zoe like like attacking the darkness, um or like the or like the improv troupe that we built um out out of that and out of, uh, gamers live, that is really part of what kept me sane um was was being able to just be and and not have to worry about those filters and not have to worry about playing a role uh how weird is that uh you know doing film to not play a role that's eh, there's a sermon in there
0: well i you know i think that there's a lot just behind that because i think Part of the reason why I, I love this product as much as I love Dark Dungeons, I, mm-hmm. I I roll with Dark Dungeons. I think it's amazing. I, I love what you guys did with that. I love the manner that you did it in. Uh, the reason I, I'm more excited about this is just that idea that your it's more about the business of just kind of say like hey hey guys, can can we just can we laugh at, at this because we all deal with this. We all know these people. We've all seen this, or we've dealt with this, or we have that uncle, or, you know, can, can we just laugh at it for a little bit? Like, I, I love that.
1: I, I honestly think it is. I know I'm incredibly biased, but, I mean, it, it really is a hilarious film. I've, I've watched it several times. Um, we did make some changes from the teaser uh, that we showed at Gen Con, uh, so we have a final edit now, and, um, and it's just it's just a kick, like it, like you said about Lauren. I mean, she just she cracks me up every time she's there. Oh yeah, and and having her there as such a strong comedic force, um, it made it it was really useful actually because it allowed, you know, my I oftentimes play more of a straight man role in the film, and um, and and more of a. Uh, I guess you could almost say more of a heart roll.
0: I and I I love. There was a moment that I was wondering if you were literally playing yourself because there was a moment in the trailer where you just kind of like take your glasses off, rub your eyes, and just goes, "I can't, <laughs> I can't do this anymore." <laughs>
1: uh, you know, it's funny you should say that because the first day on set, um, so sitting there with Lauren, who is um, you know so talented, has been doing. Uh, stage stage work and uh, and whatnot in the Puget Sound area for for several years. Brian with all of his background. Uh, Lisa Coronado who plays uh, a character named Lucy. Uh, Lisa has done a lot of commercial work. Uh, she actually has shown up on Z Nation uh, several times, um, on Sci-Fi and many other projects. Um, I was so intimidated by all of these uh, professional actors. And here I was supposed to play this out of his environment uh, pastor, religious consultant, and I felt so intimidated, which is great because Doug is supposed to feel so intimidated. And out of his environment. And so the first day um, is, I mean, watch, I've watched all the raw footage from that day, and I am so awkward. <laughs> I, am, I am so awkward the whole day. There's not
0: a lot of acting required. No, there's none. <laughs> it was just
1: it was just Chris feeling awkward and out of place,
0: nice. which
1: was great because Doug was supposed to be awkward and out of place. And, uh, and fortunately, I could pull it together after that. But that first day in particular, it was just, It was very method, I guess, to use the the vernacular.
0: (laughs) I I became Doug.
1: I did. I really did. I was scared to death.
0: (laughs) Well, that's awesome, man. I I wish you all the best of luck with this project. Uh, Definitely keep us posted. Uh, I'm really, i so upset that I'm not going to be able to go to Gen Con this year. Oh, you won't be there? No, I won't be there. Uh It's one of those things that just comes down to a budget thing. Totally. I, especially because now I'm living the nonprofit life, so I have to, totally. you know, every dollar they, that people give me, I have to, you know, spend responsibly. Yeah. So I don't. It's at that point where I don't know if I'm getting back to Gen Con ever. It, I might be going to different conventions just because of the nature of our ministry. Like,
1: oh, totally. Yeah,
0: we do reviews, but reviews aren't our thing. So, going to what is essentially a trade show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I am upset. Like, like, like anything. Whenever I, whenever things change, I go, dang, I'm, I'm okay with this change. It's the right call. But there's a lot of people, man, that I won't be upset that I don't get to see. So I will be upset that I don't get to see you there, but I am so looking forward to this project because I know it's going to fund. Uh, you know, you're know, you already half, over halfway there. You're going to fund. It's going to happen. I can't wait to see it. Uh, Chris, what are some ways if people want to get in touch with you or whatever? Like I don't know how much stuff you want to give out to folks, but what are some ways that (laughs) that, uh, people can get in touch with you and and Zoe and all that?
1: Well, you can, uh, Zoe is very active on its Facebook page, and I'm one of the folks who does have access to the uh, admin privileges on that so i do from time to time answer respond to things um while the kickstarter is going on i am frequently on the kickstarter page and answering questions and such in the comment section there um yeah, i can also be reached at uh chris.ode uh, that's ode uh let me start over chris.ode at zombieorpheus.com and um so i use that that account for anything zoe related and um you know, we also have a, a live improv show that we do uh, in the Puget Sound area every month, um, and then that has led to the, you know, that's part of the Gamers Live thing now that we do out at Gen Con, uh, which we also did out at Emerald City Comic Con this year, and uh, we're seeing if we can start getting involved in PAX uh, as well going forward.
0: No, oh, nice. Um, yeah, we hoping. I, I think you guys would kill at it, PAX.
1: It'd be fun. It'd be a lot of fun. I just sent in the application yesterday, so we'll see what happens. Um, but um, but yeah, so the, the best way to reach me, probably the f- best way to reach Zoe in general right now is through the Facebook page. We, we're, they're redoing the website. Um, you know, it's, yeah, that's a long story. <laughs> I think everybody's always redoing their websites. No one ever likes their they're- website.
0: It it's much like road construction. It happens yeah. all at the same time.
1: <laughs> it's just this constant. Yeah. You, know, uh, you know, I've had it for a month. I don't like it anymore. Um. Uh, I've had it for ten years. I don't like it anymore. It doesn't matter yeah. how long you've had it. Just it, everyone it just wants a different happens. website.
0: All right, man. Thank you so much for your time. And uh, it's always anytime you want to come on and talk about stuff. Oh, we are happy to have you. Uh. It's always a good time to talk to you.
1: Well, it's been an honor and a pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: All righty. And we'll cut it there. Cool. All right, man. Thank you so much. Uh, hopefully, uh, this is—I've been watching it kind of record, so I'm gonna yeah. check that because it doesn't officially close. <laughs> it doesn't officially close the recording until we're actually done talking.
1: No, I understand. So I
0: haven't been able to check it. So I'm hoping that the technology is with me. Uh, well, if we
1: need to redo it sometime, we can.
0: Well that that's, I'm glad you said that because I've had interviews where the technology has not been with me and they're like
1: I I am I am totally open. So
0: I've discovered that anybody who does recording of any kind
1: mm-hmm.
0: understands <laughs> tech problems. And people who don't record are like, I what do you mean we have to do it again? What what happened? I go Skype uh, is Skype and technology is technology. Oh, I, I don't know. But, well, that yeah. was
1: one of the things, like, about ATD in particular, like, you know, with Dark Dungeons, there was a set script, and so it was, you know, here's the scene we're doing, here's the bit, here's the dialogue, etc., right. you know, oh, we didn't like that one, let's do it again. Oh, we didn't like that one, let's do it again. With ATD, it tended to be that, um, honestly, it was really hard to do a second take of anything, because it wasn't just a matter of remembering what you said. Right. It was also that you, you got so into your head trying to remember what you said that you would – you just kind of sucked the second right. time through it, because you, it was so the clear. was would, gone. Yeah, exactly. It was like he's just trying to remember you know, the thing he said. Yeah. And, uh, All
0: right. So. Well, I, I will definitely let you go. I'm going to try to edit this tonight and get it out. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I'll be successful about that, but I'm gonna try. It'll if I don't get it done tonight, it will probably at the latest be up by Friday. Okay, cool. So it'll definitely be within plenty of time of the Kickstarter we go in. So yeah, no, hopefully, it's, hopefully excited. we'll get you some we'll, we'll get you some views and some interest. So hey, every little bit counts. Yeah, man. All right. Again, real good to talk to you again. We need to do this some more.
1: I look forward to it. You take care. All right, you too. Bye bye.